So this is a topic I never thought we would ever have to discuss as part of our show. But over the past couple of weeks, we have seen reports in the news of a number of people getting sick from various vape products. And as of this recording, I'm sad to say that seven people have died from lung disease related to vaping. On behalf of the Jamrock team, I would like to share our sincere condolences to the families who have suffered the terrible loss of their loved ones. News reports to date have been vague. We have seen the CDC and states like Michigan, New York, and others moving forward to ban vaping products. Even President Trump has called for vaping to be banned or better regulated. Banning these products if they are hurting people is the right thing to do. But not providing the public with a clear understanding of the root cause for the sudden surge in illness and death just creates confusion. While this appears to be a public safety issue with a specific emphasis on the e-cig market, it also impacts the hemp, CBD, and cannabis industries. Vape products are one of the most popular consumption methods amongst consumers. On today's show, we will ask, explore, and attempt to answer one specific question. Is vaping CBD and THC oil bad for your health? It may well be. I'm your host, Garth Case, and full disclosure, I'm CEO of Gemrock Organics. I'm joined today with my partners in all things green, Odin Gabe and Andre Brown. And this is The Real Green Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are things with you today? It's good, man. It's a beautiful day. A lot of cloud in the sky. The temperature is beautiful. I've been still sitting outside all day. All right. And you're in Michigan today, right? I am, yep. All right, no doubt. I'm in Jersey, and it is absolutely beautiful here, too. So I think um, we're all enjoying some good weather. But the man who has the best weather in the world, Andre, are you there? 100%, always. Um, we had a little brush with the hurricane a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, the the sacrifice we made then, we're reaping the benefits now because it's it's 78 degrees, not a, not a cloud in the sky, and I'm happy to be in the, in, in the hemp business. <laughs> no doubt, we all are, without question. Hemp, cannabis, this is just the best world to be in. I think things are really, really beginning to, to change in this world. Um, but uh, obviously from the... the the topic we we heard just now um, introducing the show um, not all is well in this world you know there's obviously a, a couple of things that are going on that are you know of some serious concern uh, and it, you know that's kind of why we're here we're gonna um, and discuss some of that and see if we can maybe make some decisions around how Jamrock will approach um, the world of vaping and how others should consider or think about it also. You know, the big question is, is, is it safe? Look at cannabis and we look at CBD as something that's great for our health. And uh, here now, we might be have to rethink how we consume it. Uh, you know, to get started, I really I wanted to play um, a report um, that was on the, the news recently. New York, uh, outside of Michigan, is probably one of the other states that's taking this very, very seriously and moving very fast. So I'm going to play that really quick and we'll come back. Governor Cuomo's plan to crack down on e-cigarettes. The governor and health officials are issuing a stern warning, saying vaping can expose you to toxic chemicals and kill you. CBS 2's Dick Brennan has the story. For years, millions of Americans have assumed this was a safer alternative to smoking cigarettes. But now Governor Cuomo is one of a number of people sounding the alarm. This is a 
frightening public health phenomenon. Across New York, at least 41 cases of lung disease are associated with e-cigarettes. And there's concern over the skyrocketing number of young people vaping and developing nicotine addictions. Nearly 40% of 12th graders and 27% of all high school students in New York are now using e-cigarettes, 160% higher than in 2014. Our advice, our guidance is quite simple. Uh, don't do it. The governor proposed to ban flavored e-cigarettes and ordered the health department to require all vape and smoke shops to post these warning signs stating vaping can expose you to toxic chemicals and kill you. Also, there will be an investigation into companies marketing and selling thickening agents used in black market vaping products. At the same time, state lawmakers like Senator Kevin Thomas want to ban the sale of refillable e-cigarette liquids because they're unregulated. We need to have some heightened scrutiny here. We can't just let any product into uh, our state. But the New York State Vapor Association says e-cigarettes should not be confused with street drugs and bans will only drive people back to regular cigarettes. Why would you warn people to stop using e-cigarettes when that's the only thing that keeps them from smoking deadly combustible tobacco? Meantime, the federal government has sent a warning letter to the vaping company Juul saying it violated regulations by illegally marketing e-cigarettes as a safer alternative to smoking. The government has ordered Juul to stop making unproven claims about its products and to turn over documents about its marketing, educational programs, and nicotine formula. Dick Brennan, CBS 2 News. A spokesperson for Juul says the company will fully cooperate with the FDA and insisted they're committed to helping reverse the trend of vaping by young people. So, guys, uh, obviously, a lot, a lot to unpack in that report. A lot was covered, a lot of ground. Uh, but needless to say, you, you can tell the sense of urgency um, that is being felt by regulators, our government, and and also the pressure that's being put on the private sector in terms of Juul and, and others. And one of the most concerning things in that report is the alarming amount of, uh, of kids that are vaping. That's amazing, 40% high schoolers and 27% middle schoolers. That's a mess, and that's just in New York. Imagine across the US, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, Andre, I know you have you know, grown kids, but um, are they vaping e-cigs or are they vaping on, on the hemp and you know, CBD side? They, they have been dabbling in both, actually. Um, and you know again not only being in the business but you know first and foremost as a father um it immediately alarmed me um immediately concerned me i immediately got on the phone with them as like kids until we have further information on this i need you to cease and desist um what has happened to us here unfortunately is a part of our culture in that when technology hits us, you know, we're, we're so preoccupied with the fact that we can and we have different options that, you know, it always takes a little bit for us to catch up to say, well, whether we should. And, you know, I too was kind of into it um, and believed that it was safe initially, which, you know, I was kind of disappointed when I found out all this information, disappointed in myself being in the industry that I did not do a little bit more due diligence um, because what is really turning out now is the chemicals that they're using in there and you know one of the platform that Juul and, and the e-cigarette um, industry in general has been using is that it's 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 safer and it's a better way of smoking as opposed to smoking tobacco and the, the reality of it is is that 
one of the reasons but that's you a know, big question right Andre? Yes. Is, is it really Correct. safer Correct. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was just about to address because the problem with tobacco is is not only the smoke but the chemicals that they use when they produce the tobacco itself. And now what we're finding out is that this e-juice that is used in 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 the e-cigarettes has some very serious, you know, chemicals and drugs in there that can affect us in just the same manner. Yep, we'll definitely have to dive into that some more and I think we we definitely will because you're right. This is what we just heard on that report. Um, you know that they're obviously going to be also investigating the people that provide the thickening agents and stuff like that for some of this um, e-juice that's being produced and there's also a heavy black market of e-juice being produced too so you know Juul uh, while they're more than likely at fault here also they're not to only to blame is what I think is you know where we're going to end up landing here is always a healthy unregulated market um, for everything, right, for the most part, especially in this genre or area, because, you know, you're supposed to be over 18 to buy any of these products, um, but yet kids are using it. You have to wonder, how are they getting access to it, right? What, how is that happening? Um, is, you know, obviously the provisions that we have for cigarettes are not being carried forward into this area, and that's something that we should address if we're going to fix the issue of um, underage uh, smoking or, 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 or vaping. In the intro to the show, I mentioned that I felt as if we weren't necessarily handling the problem correctly. You know, I think just going forward with a full ban is not the right way because what we might be ending up doing is giving um, the unregulated market a free reign now to blossom, right? I, I totally agree. Um, the, the the illicit market, you know, has always been a problem, you know, whether it's um, within the THC realm or otherwise. And people have an, a tendency to, to, to go back to these markets when uh, regulations change or the laws change. And because, listen, like the fact of the matter is, you know, the, the, the horse is already out of stable. You know, people have been vaping for over um, 10 plus years. Yeah, it's definitely something that, yeah, I don't know how we put the genie back in the bottle, right? It's impossible. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I get you. Without, without question, it's it's going to be, you know, a very big challenge, I think, overall. And, you know, in, in preparing for the our conversation today, you know, I know you guys did some homework. I did some homework, too, and, you know, began to really realize, to Andre's point, you know, almost kicking myself that I didn't look deeper into this before. You know, um, the assumption I made, which is the same assumption I think most people would make, is that um, this was already somehow deemed safe uh, because it's been around for, for such a long time. And I think we're, we have to unpack that a little bit, right? It has been around for a long time, but the actual um, material that we're vaping is is evolving and continuously evolving. And, and the regulators are not keeping up with that evolution. So, Absolutely agree. You know, the reality of, of the evolution of, of vaping is, you know, vaping a water-based product is definitely safer. You know, without question, I think that's something that, well, you know, putting anything in your body that's, that's foreign is never a good um, thing to do. But your body has different coping mechanisms and abilities to do things. I mean, like we have our liver that pretty much discards of all the junk or garbage as all this functioning well. It does a great job at that. But if you're putting some stuff like oils into your lungs, you, you don't have that capability of having your liver deal with it. Your lungs are left to deal with it. And I think that that might be part of the problem that we're witnessing here is, you know, that we're, we're using an oil-based um, vape and that as you break 
down into into vapor has to at some point harden you know because you are absorbing it into the tissue of your lungs so that could be something that's going on here and you know who knows we're not 100 percent sure we definitely need more information and that's kind of my point to this knee-jerk reaction of of how they're approaching it we really do need to make sure that um, we're getting to the heart of what this problem is so that you know proper guidelines can be put out as to what a safe vape looks like so even if the illicit market or, or you know the unregulated market goes forward um, even they can have that knowledge because I don't think they want to kill people they're in it to make money but at the same time mm-hmm. if they knew what to properly put in their illicit product not to say I'm supporting them but I would, I, I, I'm pro-life I want people to live right so I'd much rather them you know put a, a product uh, you know an, an illicit product on the market that won't kill people so that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for proper guidelines and not just a straight out ban because the ban does not help anyone, right? It actually hurts more people than it helps, in my opinion. No, I wanted to reiterate what Garth, what Garth was just saying. Um, the, 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 the thing about it too is that this can actually be a good thing for the industry if it is handled properly. Because um, what... A lot of the reports are, are, are the feedback from the reports that are coming in now is that the majority or what it's looking like is that the majority of people who are getting sick were getting sick products from the unregulated market. And I think this makes a good argument for those of us who know the benefits of cannabis um, that the regulations need to be in place and the regulations and the proper regulations will actually help us as an industry, you know, and I mean, not just as an industry, but help the country and help us protect our kids on a whole. But the re- I think the regulation is a good thing. And the mere fact that this, you know, if there's a silver lining in this entire thing is that you know, we need some more regulations and the regulations will help us as an industry. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. I think that's something that, you know, I'm hoping they're paying attention to. But, you know, in the climate we're in right now, um, it just, it, it paints a very negative picture across not just vaping, but, you know, the safety of any products that are being sold in, uh, you know, the cannabis industry or the CBD industry, you know, it it definitely is beginning to shed light on a, a lot of bad actors that could be out there, but even more importantly, sheds light on, you know, the fact that we need the government to help provide the guidelines, right, to keep people safe, right? That's really what this is about. Um, and I'm hoping that that's what they'll step up and do instead of taking this very, very draconian approach to, to just wiping this thing off the face of the planet um, because it's not going to go away. They're wrong if they think that's going to happen. Yeah, well, what I was saying too, you know, to again, to support your point that it's not going away, let's remember now that the U.S. market is not the only market that are using e-cigarettes. And, um, you know, they're they're pretty popular all over the world and, you know, in, in Australia and Canada and Europe. Um, the other thing that's interesting too is that um, just recently, um, I think it was last week, Wednesday, you know, the first case of, of e-cigarette sickness has occurred in, in Canada now. Um, but Canada has been a legal market, uh, a fully legal market. And um, there seems to be currently less incidents there. So again, because it's 
relatively, you know, it's properly regulated there because Health Canada monitors the entire system there. So again, in moving forward with our regulations, maybe, you know, the U.S. government can tap, you know, can, can start working with Canada and see what kind of regulations they have. But, you know, the point is that, you know, it's, 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 it's out there and it's going to be there for a while. We just have to find a better way. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's the key there, a better way. Um, because really, I want zero illnesses, you know? That's the reality. I, you know, there should be... We're, this product, you know, quite honestly, and you know what, the reason why we're in this business is to make people feel better, right? If they are Absolutely. feeling sick or ill, that is, that's counter what we're about. Right. We're Jamrock. We're a wellness company. That's what we're focused on. Our aim is to not get products off the shelves or try to appease our bottom line. Our main goal here is the wellness of the people, especially when it comes to this plant, you know. Absolutely. So I wanted to, um, you know, I was, as I was doing my research and looking around, I came across this um, commentary from the Mayo Clinic. Um, uh, Dr. John Ebert, he's the, um, the head of nicotine dependency. Um, and he, you know, it's a little bit of a long segment. It's about three minutes, but it does a really good job, I think, of, uh, you know, laying out what might be occurring here. So he had an interesting perspective. So I'm going to play that and then we'll, we'll take your reactions. The CDC does not know the cause, nor do I. There are all kinds of things circulating about what might have been the cause. The link that's common to the cases appears to be that they were all using electronic cigarettes of some sort, not necessarily the same device or the same uh, e-juice, the liquid that is aerosolized by the devices. And there have been some reports that they use something other than nicotine-containing solutions, some um, maybe a, a, a marijuana-like solution, but it's unknown, and I think that's what has people frightened. The common things about all vaping devices, and there now are, we're into third or fourth generation devices since they became available widely, you know, roughly 2011, 12. The, the, the common delivery method is heating a liquid to create an aerosol. We call it vapor, but it's an aerosol of fine particles that are suspended. And that aerosol is then inhaled into the lungs. The solutions that are heated by these devices contain nicotine. They also contain a um, vehicle, typically uh, vegetable glycerin or propylene glycol. And these are common vehicles for ingested substances, medications and other over-the-counter products. And they are what the FDA deems as generally recognized as safe, grass. <laughs> generally recognized as safe for oral ingestion, not for heating and inhaling. The key thing for people to know is vaping is not water vapor. <laughs> it is a complex solution of chemicals that have been changed from their original state because they've been heated to high temperatures. And although these components are considered safe for ingestion, the flavorings like cinnamon, the vehicles like vegetable glycerin, they are not safe for heating and inhaling because the chemical constituents have changed. Many of the chemicals now that can be inhaled are different 
aldehydes and, and other chemicals that are derivative from these original ones. And we think those are likely harmful. We know some of them are potentially cancer-causing, and of course there's been no link with e-cigarettes and cancer. And until recently, no link between e-cigarettes and lung disease, but now people are questioning that. Well, so, you know, again, a lot was said there, a lot validated our thoughts. Dr. Ebert made it pretty clear, you know, I know it was clear in my mind after hearing that report that, you know, there is some safety concerns here. You know, the fact that we had not seen or heard any real reports for many years is a bit of a mystery, but it could just mean that we're now being affected by it, right? Or the way in which we've changed the properties of the product is, uh, is beginning to take effect. And, and maybe that's part of it, but no one really knows. Um, but what we do know for sure, and as he has validated, is probably a bad idea to, to try and, you know, inhale oils, right? You know, it's not a water vape. So, uh, so definitely something that we should, you know, be concerned about. Um, I don't, how do you guys feel about what Dr. Ebert had to say? So what he was saying was totally on point with the research I was doing recently. And, you know, all this validation that we're hearing now about the dangers of these oils, um, you know, it, 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 it goes to show you that, you know, there was this information around, you know, 10 years ago when, um, you know, this, this e-cigarette trend that started coming around uh was this information available to um the you know the regulators that were overseeing this industry um you know it goes to show you that you know the <laughs> the power of money and corruption tends to hide a lot of things you know what i mean because literally i was reading about one of the substances the vitamin e acetate that's been causing so many uh debts that are you know popping up all over the media now and the country it it literally is like saran wrapping the inside of your lungs so you know me and you garth we heard about this case where the young lady ingested or took two puffs <laughs> of a vape and was literally put into a coma like instantaneously mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you, you look back and you say, where was the research that was going on with these products before it got to this point? You know, you kind of have to ask yourself that. Yeah, you do. You really do. And, and you're onto something there when you recognize that, um, you know, even our regulators are not necessarily focused enough on, you know, doing a thorough enough job. I, I think that what I've seen a trend now recently is where regulators are allowing companies to self-regulate, right? And and that's even a larger trend or concern that's, uh, you know, that we should be worried about. Um, I'm not sure if that was the case here, but you have a valid point there. You know, how is it possible that um, more maybe doctors weren't um, consulted here, right? Before this was looked at as something safe to use. Uh, you know, that's a really, really big question. And, and then when we talked about root cause in this, um, in, the, in the intro, that's what we're trying to figure out. What's the root cause here? Somebody did not do what they're supposed to do. And this is why we're in a situation we're in now. Um, and now we're trying to take this very large brush and paint the entire industry um, as being unsafe. Right, uh, and, and that might not be fair. 
but right. we're definitely in a situation now where we've identified that there is a problem and, and I'm hoping that we're going to take the right approach to solving it. I agree. I agree. Um, the, again, the, the unfortunate thing is, it, you know, we live in a capitalist, capitalistic society and that being the basis, you know, when you come up with a new product, when you come up with a game changing product, um, more time is really spent on getting the bang for the buck. How quickly can we get it out there? How quickly can we get it marketed? How quickly can we develop a market and to whom can we sell it for? Um, in fact, in some of the research that we were doing, you know, I came upon some, you know, this beautiful article that you had sent me that broke down a very good timeline of what took place over the past 12 months in terms of, you know, these e-cigarette sicknesses. And, you know, with all the investigations being done by the FDA, the CDC, you know, Juul continues to market, you know, and it speaks to what we're saying and what the, the point O made about how the, the, the commerce side of it, the financial side of it takes lead first before we take, you know, the health of ourselves and more importantly, the health, the health of our kids into consideration. You know, there should have been more testing that would take place before. I mean, the reality of it is, is that, you know, the, the, the smoking market has existed, you know, for 70, 80, 90 years. Um, you know, companies like Philip Morris leading the way there. So people do smoke. Um, in fact, one of the things that I found out from the article too, was that, you know, Philip Morris through another company is one of the investors in Jewel. So, you know, they, they also too had an interest in bringing this to, you know, to bringing this to market as soon as possible, as opposed to waiting a little bit and doing some more research. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but the good thing is, is that, you know, we're, we're hitting it. The industry is hitting it. The government is hitting it, you know, instead of a couple hundred deaths, you know, we, we're avoiding a couple thousand or a couple million deaths. Yep, I, I definitely agree. So, uh, you know, with all that we've learned, all that we've heard, I mean, you know, oh, you vape, right? I do, I do. Yeah. I, well, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it looks like you're going to stop now. Yeah, I okay. mean, listen. Um, how, long, how long have you been vaping? I've been vaping for two and a half years now. Okay. And, and have you felt any side effects, anything that, that, you know, shortness of breath, any of these things that they're talking about that might be symptomatic? I haven't. I, I am considered a healthy human being. You know, I go to the gym almost every other day. You know, I, I, I haven't had any um, side effects and, you know, no short, short, no shortness of breath, no headaches or anything of the sort. No, I mean, I'm completely fine, I think, you know, so. It's the more we do research on how much we don't know, I think I would rather uh, not partake as much until I get more facts around this issue. Okay, uh, let's see what Andre has to say. What do you think, Andre? Uh, I'm in full agreement with all. Um, I, I have not been a consistent vapor. Um, again, because I am in this industry, because, you know, we, you know, we are producing products and stuff like that. I do, you know, do my own self-testing and I've always gotten good results. Um, the difference is, though, I think my perspective is different um, from, you know, some of the people that use vapes, especially some of the people that are in, you know, that, that are ill right now in that because our platform, my platform is health and wellness. 
um, you know, when I vape, the thing that I liked about it was the fact that it got me to where I needed to be so I didn't have to continuously use it. So this is why, you know, for me, I never felt any negative effects. I, I got to my place of calm, my place of happiness, my place of peace, my place of balance with just very little use. Um, but knowing what I know right now, I, I definitely am not going to. And as I said before, I'm advising, you know, my kids and everyone else that I care about to really, you know, we have other forms of, of getting healthy. But right now, the industry being what it is, I would not advise it. And I have stopped. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so listen, I've joined you guys um, and I vaped every day, you know, quite honestly. Um, and it, like you, Andre, I agree. It was a, a very, very um, easy way or, of, of absorbing the CBD very quickly uh, and getting an immediate effect. So, um, but unfortunately, like I said, it's unsure as to whether or not the health factors are now being negated by, you know, the, the bad factors that could be very unhealthy. So, you know, to stay on the safe side, obviously, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. You know, but where does that leave us as an industry? And even more importantly, us as Jamrock, right? Um, you know, while our vape products are, are popular amongst uh, our customers, I think we would never advocate or sell anything that might be remotely dangerous to anyone. And so I think as such, you know, we've made a decision to pull all or oil-based vapes from the product lineup, right? We will not be selling anything that is oil-based to be vaped, right? I, I think it's the, the best decision possible, and let's wait to see what um, the regulators and, and CDC comes back with in terms of guidance, I hope. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we'll find a formulation that will be healthier and better right um with some research and more input um but as of now i think it's a good idea that jamrock um, puts that to the side you know it's not about making money it's about making people feel better and so you know that's the most important thing to us yeah yeah and gee i have to i have you i have to give you full credit for that um you know as we you know we need to let our our, our listeners you know and our followers know that you didn't hesitate on this, that you really kind of were the point of the sword and, you know, and brought this to the table and was very active in, in, in getting information and getting us to do an investigation on this and, and making a decision as a company. And, you know, our, 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 the people who use our products and, and our fans really need to know that you do have that level of commitment to health and to wellness. And I do commend you on taking the lead on this. Thank you for that. You know, again, it's it's a it's it's the reason we, why we exist, right? Plain and simple. This is not about we're not jewel. We're not about gigantic profits and money. It really is about you know um, allowing people to understand how powerful the use of things like CBD and THC, you know, cannabis overall can be um, in their lives, right? And how positive it can be. Our goal is not to add additional stress or negativity into people's lives. Uh, and as a company, that's what you can expect from us um, on a day in and day out basis. You know, we, we, we're doing everything to make sure we can earn people's trust. Um, and that's really what's important here. So 100%. Yeah, appreciate that. So, guys, um, again, I think we've come to the answer. We started out with a question as to whether or not we thought this was healthy. 
And I think we've all arrived at the same answer. We don't think it is. We think it's, a, it's something we should step back from and, and so should you if you're vaping, right? And let's wait and see here. Let's not make any mistakes that could cause us our health or more importantly, our lives. Um, it's just not worth it. Uh, and so that said, we're going to call this a, a show. Um, we have an upcoming show that we're hoping you guys, you know, our listeners will listen, will, will join us for because um, we're going to be focusing on, you know, kind of how CBD can be properly absorbed into your system. What kind of doses should you be looking at, um, you know, in terms of really beginning to feel the effects of CBD? Um, there are many people that think that CBD is a placebo type effect. Um, and I can understand why some people might think that. And it really is related to the amount of CBD that's being put into your body. And so what we want to do in our next show is help to demystify, you know, how CBD helps your body. How do you absorb it? How much do you really need? Um, and, and try and guide you to a path of wellness. Um, so I hope you'll join us for that. Andre O'Dane, thank you so much for joining me today on this on the show, and uh, and I look forward to you being on the next. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank right. you, guys. Okay. Live well, be well. Absolutely, no question. Bye now. What's up, everybody? You've just listened to the Real Green Show, brought to you by Jamrock Organics. If you enjoyed the show today, please consider leaving us a review. And check us out at jamrockorganics.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our show, email us at wecare at jamrockorganics.com. Last but not least, please don't take any of the information you get on the show from the hosts or guests as medical, legal, or financial advice. Speak with the appropriate licensed professional. At times, we will share promotional information and provide commercial reviews of products. We will always disclose when we are paid or if any of our discussions are investment related. Peace and love, my friends. Them are the best, them producing some of the purest cannabis. Are the best legal and medicine marijuana. Grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock organics, them are the best, them producing some of the purest cannabis.